honestly. Bitches from <laughs> got nothing on me. Just some Robin. You know what? Why not? Bring it in. Make it fancy. Make it dancy. Why so serious? Isn't that a pink song? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it is. Why did you start singing that? I don't know. Did I say? I said make it fancy. And then I said just get dancy. Yeah, but why did you say make it fancy? Because we were singing. <laughs> you were singing. I was singing. <laughs> because I was, singing. I was making it fancy. Isn't it obvious? Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Honestly. A podcast. With Zoe and Logan. That was Logan, who's over everything I'm doing. And that was Zoe, who <laughs> I am over everything she's doing. Nice. That was not well worded. <laughs> we tried. And that's all that counts. That is all that counts. There's a dog barking outside. (gasps) And one inside. (laughs) I'm sick and sound like this, which is probably just the same as I always sound to the people listening. They're like, if anything, you sound better. (laughs) Thank you. Sirens. 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 Dog barking. Sirens. Sick co-host. Oh, yeah. What's up with you? (laughs) (laughs) Look at me. What's up with you? Everything. What are you bringing to the table this week? Um, a lot of singing pink songs, I guess, and Robin. On brand, as always. Um, remember when we went to karaoke for your birthday and everyone just really wanted to sing pink and we were like, why? Okay, here's why the thing. Why are we doing this? I have nothing against pink. I think she's a very talented singer and performer and I like a lot of her music. An acrobat. <laughs> She's very acrobatic, very impressive. I literally have no issue with Pink. But we were at karaoke, like, <laughs> last year for my birthday. And, or whatever it was, a year or two ago. Anyway, at one point we were at karaoke <laughs> for my birthday. And there were people that we were with that just really wanted to sing a song by Pink. And I was like... First of all, it's my birthday, and I'm not trying to be, like, a dictator over here. (laughs) But also... But also, I am not going to allow you to sing Pink at karaoke on my birthday. That's not what it was made for. This is not what I was born to do. I will not stand for this. No. Nor will I sit for it. So. Um, anyway, no disrespect to Pink. Huge fan. (laughs) Pink, if you're listening. We love your work. Um, fantastic. All right. (laughs) That hair swish, if only you could see. I really enjoy, um, putting my hair into a ponytail now, because, like, the length that it's at, I can really just, like, (laughs) whip it around in a circle. It doesn't really move. 
That's really fun. I'm going to give myself whiplash, <laughs> which we all know I'm prone to. So. Uh, great content. How are you? Fantastic. Besides being sick. <coughs> oh, Cute right off. That was fantastic. Um, I'm good. I've been sick for like a week now. I know. It's um, been a while. It's been kind of a roller coaster. Um, thought I was getting better. Then took a sharp turn into very sick territory again. Yeah. Um, and now we're kind of hovering somewhere around like, mm, I'm, all, I'm okay. Uh, now, if you will, let's set up the evening that you got sick. <laughs> so, uh, last week, after we finished recording the podcast, Zoe and I spent the remainder of the evening uh, scream laughing. <laughs> For just full on scream laughing, a solid two three hours. Each other in the arm. Um, we watched the Hot Ones episode with Jeff Goldblum, which <laughs> mwah, ten out of ten would recommend. Just also, if you've never watched an episode of Hot Ones, like please, that's a good go, one to start with. <laughs> go watch that right now, and then Key and Peele. Oh, that, that one, one immediately after. Top. Um, we watched that. <laughs> That morphed into watching, like, One Direction videos. There was a lot of... As it often does, anything we're doing morphs into watching One Direction videos. A lot of screaming. And the night prior to that, we had gone to the Nile porn concert, which also involved a lot of screaming. And so I woke up on Friday morning with, like, a very, like, hoarse throat, and I was, like, coughing. And I just genuinely thought it was from, like, scream laughing and screaming for, like, two nights in a row. Um, and Zoe's like, yeah, my throat is, like, yeah. all scratchy, too. And I was like, cool, it's just from that. And then Sisterhood. By, and then by the end of Friday, I was like, oh, no, like, your girl is sick. Like, I am not well. <laughs> so, um, that's just been my life for the past week. Just a little, a little ill. A little ill. Lil Ill. Lil Ill. That's your SoundCloud rapper name. Can't wait to drop my mixtape. Gotta dye your hair some rainbow colors, get Mm-mm. some face tattoos, maybe become a pedophile. No, thank know. you. Just steps to take, I guess. Seems to be the new normal. Ugh, no ma'am. Gross. No ma'am. Gross. Anyway, so your computer is doing things. I think it's someone, I think my brother-in-law is remote oh, accessing oh, yes. it. Yeah. Cool. That's fun. Um, anyway, this is like <laughs> entertainment. So, I was sick on the weekend, spent the weekend recuperating. Monday was feeling pretty good. Feeling, I was getting there, which is great, because I had a concert to go to on Monday night. I went to go see uh, Childish Gambino on Monday night, which was... <laughs> Gambino's in town. Gambino was in town, and I went to go see him. Um, and that was something... That I, I mean, was like six years in the making. I have missed him the two other times that he has been to Toronto in the past six years. And so this was my chance. Um, It was a great time. Would recommend. Think that really set me back in the whole recovery process, though, because (laughs) I woke up on Tuesday and felt like garbage. So anyway, I was at the Childish Gambino concert. I was in line for merchandise before the show. (laughs) And... I tweeted about this, but in case you don't follow me on Twitter, I'm going to retell this story. I was standing in line, and there was a group of three young girls standing behind me. Um, and I could just, I could tell that they were young, like, based on how they were talking. I was like, they're 
probably, like, whatever, I don't know, like, high school or something. Um, and I clearly have, like, no concept of how old I am. <laughs> That's been made apparent many times. So, anyway, they're talking, and Ray Shremard were the openers for the show, which was fantastic. That's um, another group that when, you know how when you read things, mm-hmm. you don't say it the way it's, like, when you just skip write, over like, it. You double you, you, I'm like, you, you. Yeah. <laughs> just like, it's when I'm like, Ray Shremard. Yeah. That's what happens. Fair enough. Um, so Ray Shremard were opening and like these girls seemed like quite excited about that. So they were talking about it. And the one girl goes, oh my God, no type by Ray Shremard. That was like my grade seven jam. <laughs> And I insert high pitched scream. I think my jaw just like hit the floor <laughs> because I had to go and double check what year that song came out because I knew I listened to it in yeah. university. But You're I, like, no, 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 that wasn't that long ago, right? Um, yeah. So that song came out in 2014. I'm pretty sure. So I would have been 20 years old in my third year of university, listening to that song. But that was her grade seven jam. Oh my god, what? <coughs> yeah. That's not allowed. I'm sorry. First I'm sorry, of all, you're not allowed. <laughs> I was 20 four years ago. That's alarming, that number itself, one. Yeah. And then the fact that I was eight years older than these girls, also alarming. I'm trying to think what our grade seven jam would be. <laughs> the song we were just listening to in the car. <laughs> Take a look at my girlfriend. She's, She's the, the only one I got. Ba-da-da-da. I think that was actually a little bit after it grade seven for us. I think that was more like grade eight, grade nine. Yeah. Um. I mean, like we had bangers in grade seven for sure. Like that was a good time for music. Two thousand and seven, absolutely. But I was just like absolutely floored. I part of me was like, why were you listening to that when you're twelve? <laughs> like that. I mean, like I listened to. That's not appropriate. I listened to inappropriate songs too when I was that age. But I was just like, <gasps> it's always different when you're not the person. I like though. turned into a mom. No, I was just like, who yeah. was allowing you to listen? No, to that? literally, like both our cousins are the same yeah. age, and literally, whenever they do anything, like I'll see a song my cousin's listening to, or like look at your cousin on Twitter, like something happens, and I'm like. These children, who's allowing this? My 18-year-old cousin who deadass looks older than me because I look like an infant and she's just like this beautiful woman and I'm just like, fantastic. Same. Yeah, I looked that good when I was 18 too. Of course, yeah. Fuck you, Tessa. <laughs> if you're listening, fuck you. It's not fair. <laughs> we're gonna fight about it. Anyway, um, so these girls were just... Truly a delight. Like, the merch line was super long, so I was, like, with them for a yeah. while. And I <laughs> felt... their truth. Oh, my God. I felt so bad. So, at <laughs> one point... Oh, my... I actually... I genuinely feel really bad. So, the ticket said that the show started at 7.30, but then Scotiabank Arena, which is where the concert was being held, tweeted or Instagrammed something saying, like, Ray Shremard, go on at 8. Childish Gambino go on, or is going on at 9.15. And so... We were all staying in line for merch. The line was, like, pretty long. Like, it was taking a long time to get up to the table. And it was, like, almost 7.30. And I could hear the girls behind me, like, they were, like, worried. Like, they didn't want to miss Ray Shremmer. They yeah. were, like, oh, my God. Like, should we, like, ditch the line and just, like, go to our seats? And so after hearing them talk about this for a while, I finally just turned around. And I was, like, oh, don't worry. Like, they're not going on till 8. Like, you have yeah. plenty of time. Oh. Who goes on at 7.35? Ray Shremmer. Where are we all still standing? In line. <laughs> Who led them astray? This girl. <laughs> I felt so bad, but I was also kind of scared of them, despite the fact that they were 16, yeah. that I didn't want to turn around and be like, oh my god, sorry. I'm so sorry. I was just like, 
I'm gonna stand here and pretend like I don't know what's going on. You like, feel like, like I a suddenly... bunch of eyes burning into the back of your head. I'm gonna pretend like I can't hear the loud rap music coming no. from like inside the venue. No, no. Silence. I was. I felt really bad. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I think like eventually the one girl who was like most excited to see them like left the line yeah. to go watch, and then the other two stayed in line. I only ended up missing, like, their first song in a bit, so, like, yeah. and they were right behind me, so they didn't miss that much, but I was like, oh. oh what? <laughs> My entire bad. Um, also, at one point, they were talking about Childish Gambino, and... There was, like, part of me that was, like, oh, my God, I really want to roast you. But then there's part of me that was, like, oh, but this was me at that yeah. age. Like, this was me at 16, 17, 18. <laughs> Currently. Um, but they were, like, talking about, like, Childish Gambino lyrics. And they were, like, reciting, like, their favorite ones that they thought were, like, so, like, witty and cool. <laughs> and the one that got me. Because I was, like, this I'm already was, laughing because I, like, I feel this it they're like, oh my god, that one line where he's like, she's an overachiever, all she do is succeed, and they're like, that's so funny, and I was like, I want to die, but also same, it is funny, um, but it's just like wild, they're just like, that's such an old album, and like such an old song, and they're just like, whoa, like, mind <laughs> Did you blow. guys hear this? Like, do you get it, like, succeed, is like, she's anyone? sucking dick, <laughs> like, she's like, <laughs> but then also, like, she succeeds because she's an overachiever. But also at the same time. It's, like, super deep. Like, you would not get it. I don't know what voices we were just doing, but I appreciate I don't know. it. I'm dying. Um, so they were super delightful. Um, shout out to them. I think they also just, like, dropped the R word in conversation oh, at one point. And I was like, oh, are we still doing this oh, in no. 2018? Oh, no. Can we not, ladies? Can we not? Can we please not? <laughs> yeah, one of my oh, get that. I'm get, so sorry. Get, she she's gotta. Don't you dare complain. It's gonna be one of those episodes. You know, I feel like every few months we have to do one where one of us is sick and yeah. making gross noises the entire yeah. time. So, well, you know, listening back to any of our episodes, I'm like, <coughs> why do I make any of the sounds that I make? Yeah, like as we've mentioned so many times before. Me saying yeah in response yeah. to you. It's never just like that. Never just like how I just said yeah. It's always shrill <laughs> and really high. Yeah! 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 <laughs> really loud. Um, you're drum bursting. You know, that, that kind of stuff. Some would say. And I go, <clears throat> a lot. Knock the table every five minutes. You know, the table has been a great addition to our <laughs> podcast setup, but it also creates so much more opportunity for noise. We like to move our legs around a lot, and we'll just kick the it's table. It's hard to sit in this position. Like, we record for, like, an hour plus most times, and it's hard to sit in the same position the it whole is. time. And, like, looking back, though, I'm like, how did we ever sit on, on the, the floor, floor cross-legged for an hour and a half? And at first, we didn't even have pillows. No. We were sitting on your walking dead Cheeks blanket. To floor. Like, that was making such a big impact. That was more like a, a splinter guard. Yeah, if anything. We are also going to paint this table. This goddamn table is gonna get painted. Every time we try, something happens. I get sick. It's gonna it's gonna get done. The weather's terrible. I'm gonna hit the table some more. I'm gonna hit you in a second. Hit me with this table. Hit me with your best shot. (laughs) You can ring me. Oh my god, no. No. Um, anyway, so, yeah, the Childish Gambino concert was fantastic. I was over the moon. I was the happiest I had been in a long time. 
So, uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. She also had some very uh, floppy-haired people in front of her. Oh, yeah. So, I had the three (laughs) girls behind me that were 16 and causing me to question every part of my existence. Um, And then in front of me, there were two white boys because Uh, it's a childish book. Who else are you expecting to be there? Um, Two white boys, I would say maybe like 20 they're obviously younger than me, because apparently everyone is, because I'm old. <laughs> Just starts crying. I have a crisis. Um, and, like, they were minding their own business. I wasn't finding them too irritating, which, I mean, like, is rare. So, <laughs> but then they were also still in line when Ray Shremard went on, and they oh no started, I'm going to describe it as dancing. <laughs> But just know... There's very heavy air quotes yeah, around that. Just know that um, it was not good dancing. It was kind of like... I mean, like, listen. As a white person who has, like, no rhythm, like, I can empathize and I understand. <laughs> but I also know my place. And I'm like, I'm not going to do this in the open where people can see me. I empathize, but I'm not going to be complicit in no, whatever this is. Absolutely not. Like, I, I understand where you're coming from, but also please go back. <laughs> Please. But it was just, like, a lot of, like, bobbing, but, like, full body bobbing, you know? Like, I don't... Full body Like, I don't know, like, how to just... It was just, like, you know, like, when you do, like, a head bob, like, that's fine. That's, like, relatively, like, I don't know, inoffensive. But it was, like, they were doing it with their, like, whole bodies. They were just kind of, like, going back and forth, like, quote-unquote, to the beat of the song. Um, So definitely not to the beat of any song. Definitely not. But, like... They just had that attitude where it's like they thought they were getting oh. it. Oh, yes. Getting of course. it. Of course. They were like, you know, with like kind of like the arms. They were like. Were they biting their lip? They probably were. I they added that in were. like as like. No, like I guarantee they were. A, like an artistic flair. But. Um, You're making I, creative choices. I am. It's fine. I wouldn't have been surprised. Uh, so it was, um, it was an adventure. I also had like. The world's chattiest Uber driver on the way home. I know you sent me a Snapchat of just like the time you were going home. And I was like, wow, he's talking to the storm. <laughs> yeah, it just like, and normally I'd be kind of like, oh, I don't want to talk. But I was like in such a good mood that like we chatted the whole ride home. I was just like, yes, let me tell you where I work and what I do. Oh my God, what do you do for work? Wow. I made a friend that night. Oh, that's great. That's beautiful. It really was. Uh, on the way to the Nile Horn concert, uh, we were almost killed by oh. our Uber driver. Uh, story time. Our Uber driver tried to kill us. No one really does story time videos anymore. That's no, like it fizzled out. kind of died. I think it's because everyone just started like making fun of it because it's actually the most ridiculous thing when you think about it for more than five minutes. Yeah. I mean, like, now people just do, like, chatty get ready with me, which yeah. is, like, basically the same thing. Yeah. And I will watch those until the day I die. Of course. That's what I'm here for. Um, but it is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so we took an Uber to the Niall Horan concert last week, and boy, <laughs> he pulled several illegal maneuvers on the way there. And then just laughed about it, like... Like, we thought it was funny. He's like, like, ha ha, did you see that? (laughs) And we're like, no one saw, shh, didn't happen. We're like, we all saw. I was like, ha ha, I won't tell anyone. (laughs) And also, like, 
like no one saw it except the guy in the car that also like almost hit my side but that's fine yeah so our uber driver tries to like pull in to like the like far right lane but he like didn't signal tried to do it the last minute cut right in and like we almost got like hit by a car that was like driving in that lane and so like right on my side so they both stop and then our Uber driver's just like, well, go. <laughs> like, he had the audacity to be mad at the car that had the right of way. He had an attitude right away. He was like, well, go. What are you waiting oh, for? Oh, my God. It's like, no, you just go, please. I don't want to die. Oh, and then. <laughs> Zoe was looking over. So we were, like, facing each other in the back seat, And she was, like, looking at a dog out the window. And she was talking about this dog, and I just, like, look over it. I'm kind of, like, looking at her. But out of my peripheral, I can see that there's a car next to us. We both have our windows rolled down. And I can see that the person in that car is, like, looking into our car. So I kind of, like, don't pay attention. And then I look back over, and he's still looking. So I, like, look at him. He's staring directly at me and just smiles and waves at me. I do not know this man. I have never seen this man before in my life. I wish that we could just, like, explain to you, like, you could see the look on Logan's face, because here I am, just going off, talking about a dog on the side of the road, and Logan's looking at me, but past me, with the look of just confusion and disgust, and I'm like, oh, this is it, finally the moment she's had enough, and then she told me after, and I was like, what? Where is he? But, like, I was I was so taken aback, and I never know how to, like, conduct myself in situations. <laughs> and so, rather than just, like, I don't know, like, shooting him, like, a mean glare or something, or being like, what the fuck are you looking at? I just kind of, like, looked at him and, like, half smiled and just kind of, like, looked away. Like, it was really weird. I was, like, I felt like I owed him a smile because he had been so nice to wave at me. He'd been so nice to peer into a car that didn't belong to him. I have no idea who he was. <laughs> no idea. He's a monster. And then we get to the venue. <coughs> and our Uber driver takes, like, eight years to find somewhere to pull over. Mm-hmm. Because there's, like, a bus... There was not like a charter bus. It's like a full-on TTC bus. But one person on it. (laughs) Only one person. And he was behind there. And then he's like, so when when does the concert end? And we're like, oh, I don't know. We're just like, oh, I don't know. It starts at like 7.30. So like however long it takes. And he's like, okay, well, you know, like... Uber, like, call call me. I'll come back and get you. I'm, I'm asking for your business. And I was like, I, oh, haha, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, sir. No, you almost killed us several times. Several times. I was and like, I'm going to give man. you a five-star rating. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't give him any rating. He doesn't deserve one. He was crazy. Like, you know, he could, like, add a compliment and be like, we almost died. <laughs> it was great. Thank you. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Would recommend to a friend. Fantastic. Oh my god. Anyways. What is on the agenda today? Let okay. me take minutes. Oh my god. Somebody should do that for a podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Why would anyone do that? Um, I don't know. What do we want to start with? I feel like all the topics are, like, kind of depressing in their own way. A little um, bit, but, you know. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to start with Mac Miller and get that out of the way, because uh-huh. yes. it's sad. So, last Friday, um, the day that our last episode went up, 
um, Mac Miller uh, died at the age of 26 of a reported overdose. I don't know if, like, that's, like, the tea or not. But um, that really fucked me up um, because he's somebody that I'd listened to, like, since early on in high school. Um, and it was just, like, really, it was a lot. I found out, like, just before I left work on Friday, and I literally was, like, in shock. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It's been, like, really, I tried to, like, tweet about it, but I was, like, I literally do not have the words to describe, like, why this is so upsetting to me, other than, like, I just, like, listened to him, like, I was such a fan. Um, but I just think it was just one of those, like, celebrity death that just like hit me really hard and it's like even like now it's like a week later almost and I'm like still like like processing it yeah. it's just like I don't know it's been really rough but um so that's sad and I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna sit here and cry about it because that's not productive for anything um but I thought the more interesting thing to talk about is just um everyone's reaction to it yeah. and how quickly people turned to blaming Ariana Grande yeah, it's just, it's another one of those things where it's like, why is it her responsibility to do anything for anyone except herself? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, yeah. I feel like if the roles were reversed, that would not be the case at all. No, absolutely. And it's just like, it's society's obsession with like, finding a woman to blame for like, a man's problems or like, a man's troubles. Yeah. It's just like, well, what female can we blame for this? And so it's, like, yeah, Mac and Ariana, like, they dated for quite a long time, and obviously, like, he's been, like, very, or he'd been very open about his struggles with addiction, and it's obviously something that she had, like, helped him through, like, during their relationship. They broke up back in May, um, and people gave her a hard time back then, because they're, like, how, like, you're gonna leave him, like, in his time of need, because he, like, had, like, a DUI, like, a week after they broke up or something, and everybody's just like, this is your fault, like, this is what you did to him. And like, she- no, this is the reason that the relationship yeah. was not working out, and she had, like, every right to not be involved. Exactly, and I remember she, like, had to, like, post something being, like, I, like, I cannot take care of him, like, this is not my job, like, yeah. I obviously care deeply about him, but, like, I, I can't be expected to stay in a toxic relationship, no. and she's exactly right, like, if a relationship is not healthy, if it's toxic, like, for whatever reason, like, you do not need to stay in it. It doesn't mean you're responsible for the person. Like, she was obviously, like, a huge support to him for a long time, but it is not her job to save him. Women are not here to save men, and I just think that's something that people really need to wrap their minds around. And also, just, like, you don't know. Like, you don't know this person. You don't know Ariana Grande, you don't know Mac Miller, you don't know them in that sort of way. Like, you know what has been in the public, what you've listened to, what you, like, the pop culture element of it, you know that. Mm -hmm. You don't know anything that happened in that relationship. And, like, it's really strange to cast any kind of judgment onto Ariana Grande. Like, it was not working out. No, and that's completely fair. And I mean, like, I tweeted this again also, but... That girl, she is 25 years old. She is literally a year older than us. We have the same birthday. 
Um, just a fun aside. Um, she is literally 25 years old and she has been through more trauma in the past year than most people will ever go through in their lifetime. And no one cuts her any slack for it. Like, it's... She had to bury 22 of her fans that died at her concert. And have people be like, this is your fault. People blamed her for that. She broke up with Mac Miller and he got a DUI. People blamed her for that. Now Mac Miller overdosed or whatever. People are blaming her for that. She gets groped on television at a funeral. People blame her for for that that because... Oh, what like what was she wearing? That dress so provocative. Like he's a man of the church, maybe he's keep your a hands man up. of God. Um, she has been sexualized for her whole career. She has been criticized for her whole career. She is twenty five years old. Please leave her alone because not only all of this, but now she is mourning somebody who was clearly a very big part of her life and somebody she clearly cared about deeply, and she can't even grieve in peace because you fuckers are harassing her. Yeah. Like, how about we just let the girl live her life? Please. Could we maybe do that? That'd be great. Could we maybe not blame a woman for every time a man does something? To anything. Like, it is obviously horrendous that Mac Miller died. He was super young. Like, 20... Like, no one... I saw a tweet. It was like, no one born in 1992 should be dying. Like, that's insane to me. that's it. And it's just like... It's sad and it's horrific, like you said, that this happened, that he is dead. It would be horrific without Ariana involved at all. Yeah. Like, it's sep- she does not have anything to do with this. No. Like, completely separate thing. They dated. They stopped dating. He has issues with addiction. Mm-hmm. And it, he passed away. Like, well, that's, that's really... Like, and, you know, like he had, has always been very open about his struggles. And it's something that he dealt with before they dated it's something he dealt with while they were dating and it's something he unfortunately dealt with after they dated like it's not there's no correlation to ariana grande like i just she's just there she's just a part of this story and people like push this narrative on her and they're just like well you're the one to blame because like he was sad because you broke up with him and now you're engaged to pete davidson it's like yeah maybe he was sad but also like that's not a reason yeah. that's or not maybe excuse. he didn't want to be in the relationship anymore you don't know what happened exactly <laughs> like, yeah um so it's just like it's super unfortunate that like of course it's just like taking this like nasty turn and everybody's like trying to blame her for it um i just think it's really sad and like literally by all accounts like he was just a great guy like literally nothing has come out of people being like he was such an asshole or like yeah. he did that like he was just like a genuinely good guy and like um, so many other artists from what I've seen like on Twitter and stuff have just been like tweeting things like he helped me so much when I was just starting out yeah or just like nice little things like that yeah it's just like I as somebody like who has listened to him for you know a duration of most of his career like it was really amazing to see like his progression as an artist because he really did evolve from doing kind of like corny like frat boy rap which like I obviously loved (laughs) in high school and university like that was my jam um but like his last two albums like blew me away they were so good and like I like one of my biggest regrets now is that I didn't go see him in 2016 I had a ticket to go see him um and I sold it, like, the week before because I was going by myself. And I was like, oh, I don't, like, I don't want to go by myself. Yeah. Um, and so I really regret that because now, obviously, I don't, will never have the chance to see him perform. And I think he was incredibly talented. And um, they were talking about him on Keep It this week. And I think it was Kara that was saying, like, 
you know, it just kind of seemed like he was maybe, like, one or two albums away from, like, really having, like, just, like, really getting it. Getting it. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's really sad. I I think it's one of those things, too, like, when we were talking about eighth grade, and mm-hmm. you had your series of tweets about how, like, you've grown up with it. I yeah. I think, like, for you, it's one of those things, too, where it's just, like, this person you, like you said, watched Evolve mm-hmm. as you were as well. <laughs> like, it's yeah, that kind I of be- thing. I guess it's, it's like- kind of like that. That was kind of, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was able to, like, tweet about eighth grade and, like, form, like, relatively coherent, like, thoughts. And then it's, like, I was trying to do the same thing, like, with Mac Miller, and I just, like, literally couldn't. But, like, I think that's what it is. It's just, like... I don't know, it's, like, any sort of, like, music or person or anything that you kind of, like, grow up with and, like, you're able to, like, watch the evolution. It's just, like, it holds a special place in your heart. And so it's just, like, to have somebody like that who not only, like, you grew up with, but it's, like, you've continued to see them grow and you knew that they were going to continue, like, keep growing. Like, it's not like he was just going to, like, stop and be like, okay, like, that's it. Like, yeah, like, he was just on his way to greatness. And to, like, just have that taken away is, like, really unfortunate. And so... Um, addiction is a really fucking terrible thing. Yeah. So. That's also why I like that we talk about, like, pop culture stuff on the podcast, because it's, like, people really write that off a lot as being, like, who cares, it's not important. But it's, like, literally when you watch someone like that, like, just Mm -hmm. a career kind of, like, grow, it's, like, it's more, it's more than just, like, pop culture. Like, it's people's lives. (laughs) Exactly. Like, Like, I... You're growing up around it, like, you're going through your own life stages around certain pop culture things. Yeah. I think it's important. I mean, yeah, like, pop culture has always been, like, super important to me. Like, it's always been, like, a really big part of my life and something that's always interested me. And I just, I always find it weird when there's people, like, those people who are like, oh, like, I don't know why people get so upset, like, when a celebrity dies. And it's just, like... Because they meant something to them. Yeah. In any sort of way. It's like, I don't know, it's like, yeah, like... They're like, well, you don't know them, so it's like, why are you so upset? It's just like, but it's like they were a part of your life, maybe, in like such a way where it's like, maybe you didn't feel like you knew them, but it's like, they were such a big part of your Mm -hmm. life, and it's just like certain moments in your life. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I have such a vivid memory of Mac, like various like Mac Miller things in my life. This is gonna sound so weird, but like, literally, I remember when his first album dropped is blue slide park and it came out on november 8th 2011 and i literally remember writing in my high school agenda i drew out the album artwork for it on the day that it was coming out because i was so excited the album actually wasn't that great (laughs) but um like there were some bops on it but like i was so excited and i remember being at a party probably in grade 11 or grade 12 um oh I guess I I'm I so to, used to I it. went to go and do that too um I remember being at a party in grade 12 and um there was like a guy that was like not DJing he literally had his iPod plugged into the aux <laughs> he cord he was like DJing the party um and I like kind of liked him I mean like I don't know I wasn't like oh my god I love you but I like kind of had a crush <laughs> on him and he put on um Knock Knock by Mac Miller, and I was, like, the only other person that, like, knew the song, and so I, like, thought I was, like, so cool, and I remember, like, singing along to it with him, and I was, like, oh my god. I made it. Um, so it's just, like, yeah, it's, like, you just have, like, these weird, like, memories that stick out to you, and it's, like, I think everybody has that with, like, an artist or a movie or, like, something, so, 
Um, yeah, it's uh, it's just sad. It's I have sad. a lot of feelings yeah, that I can't really, properly there. I articulate. think you did a good job at articulating it, Logan. Thank you. I just yeah, it's very sad. It's whenever you hear stuff like that, so sad, especially when it is stuff like with addiction yeah. or like mental health, where it's just like there's not enough stuff in place. <laughs> like I think so, and I mean it's like you know addiction and mental health, like those always kind of go hand in hand, and I feel like. As two people who have their fair share of, like, mental health <laughs> yeah. things, past and present, like, it's just something that, like, really hits home and, like, it resonates, does. and yeah. it's just, like, yeah, it's a fucking bitch and, like, really hard to deal with, and so if it's something that you are dealing with currently, like, good for you, yeah. because... And it's also, it's also something that infuriates me when it happens around mm. this, too. It's because people are attacking Ariana Grande yeah. now. Just being horrific to her like saying mm-hmm. awful things blaming her for someone that she loves yeah dying you know you know how nice people do things <laughs> and uh if something now were to happen god forbid to ariana grande uh-huh. the same people would be like mental health is so important be kind to one another yeah like all the cliche like oh, inspirational absolutely. quotes from Pinterest like, oh, everywhere. Check in on your friends. Yeah, like be kind. I saw a yeah. tweet. I think actually my cousin Tessa retweeted it. Shout out to Tessa. I know I yelled at you earlier in the podcast, but um, <laughs> um but hi again. It's like um like locals on Twitter. Oh my god, like be kind to one another. Like yeah. mental health is so important. And then it was like me in high school. Like oh my god, I'm so depressed. I want to die. And then it's like those same locals in high school. You're so fucking weird. Yeah. No, that's. <laughs> exactly what it is it's like people like everyone now thinks that there's some sort of like motivational speaker mental health advocate i know i've said this before but i'm going to say it again because it's (laughs) something that literally fuels me with fire like i'm so mad i want to scream in this person's face (laughs) someone in my elementary school yeah bullied my friend to the Uh point where she left school yeah that's intense she is now an inspirational speaker with a book coming out so like don't tell me how to live my life and like to the full potential when you literally forced a child to leave a school but like it's fine but sure check in on the ones you love be kind to one another. Fill your life with joy and happiness. Just choose happiness, Just everyone. Breathe in. Breathe out. You know? Yeah. I yeah. I mean, like you said, at the end of the day, like there just aren't enough resources. Yeah. Um, and people are a struggling. So yeah. I mean, like you you should be kind to one another. You should check in on your friends. But I mean, like, don't just say it though. Don't just <laughs> say it. Like you gotta carry through. Yeah. Carry through. Follow through. Carry, carry on my wayward son, you know? <laughs> carry on my wayward son. <laughs> when you are gone. Um, anyway, uh, enough on that. I didn't think that was going to go on for as long. Thank you for letting me um, talk about my feelings. Of that's what I'm here for. I love Check it. in on the ones you love. Just, like, be kind, everyone. <laughs> I saw something on Twitter just on while we're on the be kind yeah. and check in. Someone, I forget, I think it was either something to do with Tess Holiday mm. or something, to, some kind of, like, body positive mm. person yeah. had tweeted something. It was probably Tess when her Cosmopolitan cover uh, yeah. came out. But someone uh, responded to that basically saying, like, kill yourself, you're ugly. Nice. Like, 
it's disgusting that you're this big. Like, you know, just, like, real nice Sorry, can things. I just, like, put in a real quick aside? I never understand, like, the whole kill yourself, you're ugly narrative. It's yeah. like, you really think that because I'm ugly, I should die? KJ. Just don't look at me. <laughs> Close your eyes. Like, to me, that's, that's like, it's, the weirdest it's so thing. Weird. It's like, okay, like, you, d- A, don't have to interact with me. No. You think I'm ugly? Same. Let's, let's move <laughs> Bitch, on. I know I am. Let's move on. I'm ugly and I'm, I'm proud. proud. Um, but yeah, the someone like responded some horrible, like really terrible thing to her. Mm-hmm. And then if you went on their their Twitter profile uh-huh. bio, like some Bible verse. Oh, of course. Like love and light, like be kind to those around you, heart, like I'm like, um, <laughs> Listen, were you not just telling someone to kill themselves? That doesn't seem very light. with Bible verses love to preach about, like, oh my god, be kind to one another, and then they'll be the first to call yeah. someone ugly or be like, yeah. you're fat, you're disgusting. <laughs> you're gross. Don't trust them. You're glorifying obesity. <laughs> um, I think that moves in nicely to, um, uh, yes. A little scandal, I'm going to call it, um, regarding LPA, which is a clothing brand founded by that Pia Arrobio woman. Um, She's a friend of Lena Dunham. Oh, of course. Uh, (laughs) That's all you need to know. She's like one of those, like, I don't know, like, I just... It's like that, like, school of women on Instagram. Like, she does work with, like, Glossier... And she's kind of, like, she has, like, LPA, and she's just, like, I'm, like, she's kind of, like, your typical, like, millennial yeah. woman. I don't know. Um, I followed her for a long time on Instagram, and then I recently unfollowed her because of all <laughs> of this. Um, actually, no, I unfollowed her a few days before this because she <laughs> announced that she was going to be working with Lena Dunham on, like, a oh. collab, and I was, like, no, I'm Bye-bye. done with this. Anyway. Is this the collab? I think this might be. Oh, so, Lena. This is an article from Glamour that I think sums up everything nicely. It's called, Online Retailer Revolve Removes Sweatshirts from Its Website After Accusations of Fat Shaming. The article itself <laughs> is written by Haley LeSavage. Um, oh, or LeSavage? I don't know. I like LeSavage. But, um, so LPA launched a collection of sweatshirts on Online Retailer Revolve, which were meant to call out cyberbullying. The styles featured real negative comments left on the Instagram posts of well-known figures, many of which referred reference body shaming. On their own, pictured on straight-sized e-commerce models, though, that message didn't get across. One of the sweatshirts featured a comment attributed to curve model Paloma Elsesser, which read, Being fat is not beautiful, it's an excuse. So somebody had, like, commented that on one of Paloma's pictures. Um... However, it was shown on a straight size model and only offered up to a size extra large. The images were circulated among body positive activists, included, including Felicity Hayward, Tess Holliday, and Jamila Jamil, and were criticized for spreading a message of fat shaming. Yeah, so I hadn't, like, seen much of this. It had been going on, I think, earlier in the day. But by the time I saw it, I was just on... On Instagram, <laughs> and someone had just put put it in the in their story. Yeah, the sweater that says "Being fat is not beautiful" and it's an excuse. And it's like, while I can um, appreciate that you were trying to do something, mm-hmm. I can't 
allow that to go past that you had an idea. You should have maybe workshopped it a little bit more. A little bit. Um, someone tweeted, I think you sent me this tweet. Mm, yeah. yeah. Tiff from the six said, so the brand that doesn't cater to women above a size 10 made these sweatshirts to combat internet trolling, but decided to put it on a, on a, well, decided to put the sweatshirt about fat shaming on a skinny model. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Revolve, a spokesperson from Revolve provided a statement to Glamour oh, saying, good. This morning, images of a forthcoming LPA collection were prematurely released on Revolve.com. The capsule collection, originally conceived by LPA along with Lena Dunham, uh, Emily Ratajkowski, Cara Delevingne, Suki oh, Waterhouse, no. and Paloma Alcesser, was set to debut tomorrow as a direct commentary on the modern-day normality of cyberbullying and the shared desire to create a community for those most affected by the epidemic. The prematurely released images featured on Revolve were not only included without context of the overall campaign, but regrettably featured one of the pieces on a model whose size was not reflective of the piece's commentary on body positivity. We at Revolve sincerely apologize to all those involved, particularly Lena, Emily, Kara, oh, particularly and Lena. Paloma. I think she's fine. Our loyal customers and the community as a whole for this error. You know what? I'm just going to say Lena, Emily, Kara, Sookie, and Paloma are going to be fine. They're fine. Like, they don't need your apology. They're not the ones you need to apologize to. <laughs> also, I just, I think this is a really fun and fresh take that I'm going to say here. Mm. Um... But, like, mm, I don't know. If you don't go up above a size 10, perhaps you're not the space for a body positivity discussions. I uh, think... Don't do anything unless you're going to raise your sizes. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you should definitely be having a discussion about body positivity and body, like, inclusivity. Yeah. Um, but that should start with you increasing yeah. your sizes. Like, don't position yourself as, like, a, oh, be like us and be body positive. It's, like, you start at, you end at a size 10. Like, most people are not, like, the average the woman size, in yeah. the United States is, like, what, a size 16 or yeah. something? Yeah. So, maybe start, like, if you, like, it's, this conversation is very important to be having, especially, like, brands. So, increase your sizes. Encourage other retailers to do the same. You don't throw out a sweatshirt that has a very easily misconstrued phrase yeah. on it. Yeah. It reminded me of, um, so I used to work for a women's organization, and that's a whole other can of worms. But anyways, <coughs> anyways, they had a campaign where it was, like, they had this fancy, mm. like, online store that was, like, they, it was called Blame. And the, it's just blame with an accent on the E. And you went French. on it and there was all these, like, models, like, posing with, like, a strap down or something. Yeah. And, like, the descriptions made you, like, unsettled. Because yeah. it was things, like, with a red lip that's just asking, like, mm, like yeah, little yeah. offhand comments about that. They released that quickly. And it was getting a whole bunch of comments, kind of the same thing. People being like, what the hell is this? This is so dangerous. Do you think yeah, this yeah, is yeah. cute? This is not cute. And so they had to stop, mm. shut it all down, and re-put it up with, like, this is an exhibit. The Come look at this. This yeah. is the point of this. We don't agree with this. Like, a lot of work had to go into it. And it's just like, this did not 
they did not have this for that. Yeah, and I get that they're saying that it was, like, prematurely released or something like that. I think that's convenient. I think it is convenient. <laughs> um, Revolve has pulled the sweatshirts from the site and promised to donate $20,000 to Girls Right Now, uh, which is the charity that LPA had planned to give the proceeds from this collection to. So, uh... I, I screenshot this uh, comment on one of, um, <coughs> someone else posted it and said, selling fat phobia to rich, skinny women at 162 pounds a pop. Am I missing something? How is this okay? I'm confused. And then they commented, the brand itself yeah. said, no, it's not real. It's a collaboration to prove a point about internet trolling. Five women sent us five of the worst comments from their Instagrams. And the proceeds benefit Girls Right Now charity. Revolve bought them and they went live today with no context. Hmm. <laughs> they they collaboration. Hmm. They collaboration hmm. and the explanation for the idea launches tomorrow. And someone said, who fucking cares if it's to prove a point? It's not doing it. <laughs> Why would anyone wear a sweatshirt that says that? As a fat girl, I'm highly un- offended by this. And don't believe this proves any point whatsoever to support fat women. Like, people legitimately believe this and will continue to believe this. This is not ironic in any way. I think the key to doing, like, good satire is having context. Oh my god, where where's Debbie? Please, Debbie Ryan, come explain <laughs> what satire is to our listeners. Um, but I think that's such an important part of, like, any sort of, like, commentary or anything like that is, like, you need to have context. And I feel like... They could have handled this in an entirely different way. Instead of having a straight-sized model on their website wearing the sweatshirt that's like, that's not beautiful, it's an excuse. They should have had each of the women that they were working with on this collaboration wearing their own sweatshirt that said the comment that was on their Instagram. Like, they could have had Paloma wearing the sweatshirt with the comment, and it would have been like, oh, okay. And more powerful in every sort of way. Exactly. So you're like, I'm wearing mean things people said about me. Like, that. people do that in art all the time. Exactly. Like, Like, to me... That would have been a better... Because at least then you have a plus-size woman wearing this shirt yeah. that is denigrating plus-size women, basically. Like, that would have been a much better way to play it rather than putting it up on the website in some like on some size two woman who's like... Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do. I do. It's just... It's very frustrating <laughs> because as that comment said, it's like, this is not... Like, we know, like, you don't have to, you don't have to write it on a sweatshirt. No. Like, the, like, every fat person is bombarded by that on a daily basis in some (laughs) sort of way. Whether it's, like, someone actually saying it to them. Yeah. Or if it's just, like, I don't know, society at large. If it's just, you know, a brand not catering to that. Yeah, like, it's... You don't have to put it on a sweater for people to understand it. And it's like, this doesn't, it doesn't show me anything new. <laughs> or no, like, not particularly poignant. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what, like, the obsession is with, like, I I don't know, I feel like this happens a lot where it's just, like, people want to, like, capitalize on oh, yeah. the hate that fat women get. Yeah. But it's just, like, why? Like, that is just, like, I don't know triggering to other fat women to see i don't know just like imagine for a second you're a fat lady who's dealt with this her entire life and you're scrolling through instagram and there's a targeted ad for a sweater that says fat isn't beautiful and it's an excuse yeah 
How would that feel? Not great, Bob. Not great. That's your answer. I just want to add something. So I started listening to the She's All Fat podcast. I've only listened to like one episode, but like, wow, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, And the episode that I listened to was like their first one back for their new season. And they were just kind of like talking about like what um, like thin allies can do. And it was like a really interesting conversation. And I was just like, I like to think of myself as like a thin ally. <laughs> I don't a thin know. legend. A thin legend. Um, but it's just like I obviously like to think that I'm like relatively versed in like body positive or like relatively well versed in body positivity, and I like to think that I'm like relatively inclusive and stuff. But it's like they were definitely saying things where it's like that's something I could like improve on, like that's something I could be better at. Like obviously, like I've never experienced life in a fat body, so it's mm-hmm. like there are certain things that like I'm just not gonna like think about necessarily. Yeah. But it was like a really good conversation. I would encourage everyone to go listen to it. But they said something that was, like, really interesting to me where it was just, like, I oh, my God, now I can't remember how it was worded. I was, like, I'm going to remember this and say it. <laughs> but it was basically something to the effect of, like, oh, my God. It was basically saying, like, um, just because, like, yes, if you're thin, that doesn't mean you're, like, never uncomfortable in your body. Yeah. But it means that you will never know what it's like to experience life as a fat person. Yeah. Basically, that was yeah. kind of what it was. It's just like, because thin people love to get uppity. They're like, well, I'm self-conscious too. And it's like, no one's saying you can't be. But like, yeah. there is a level of privilege, whether you acknowledge it or not. You probably don't realize it because most of the time people with privilege don't realize it. Yeah. Um, there is a level of privilege that comes with being thin. We are able to exist in spaces a lot easier. So... My favorite thing is when people who um, are thin and are, like, don't want to be challenged in any Mm -hmm. sort of way by, like, hey, maybe you're not oppressed in any kind of way. Um, But it's when they go, well, like, one time a woman told me to eat a burger because I'm really skinny and need to put weight on. It's like, well, yes, that's not her business and Mm. she shouldn't have told you that. But... (laughs) That's not the same thing. Yeah. At all. Like, even just if we're going to use the burger thing, mm-hmm. that's, again, shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that to you. Yeah. Not her business. But also, if you're a fat person, just, like, eating anything at any time is open to public discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, Tess Holiday again, posted a Snapchat or an Instagram the other day. Mm-hmm. Of her, like, licking icing or something, like, eating a piece of cake in, like, a boomerang or something. And Twitter was on fire. Yeah. They're like, you're disgusting. All you do is eat cake. You're, like, huge and you're promoting obesity and just eating cake. Like, what good are you? I'm like, she, like, do you think she's just there in front of a cake? And even if she was, why does it concern you? I, yeah, people love to be, like, fake health gurus, and they're just, like, well, clearly all you, like, yeah, it's, like, all it takes is for, like, a fat person to post, like, one picture of them, like, eating ice cream or cake yeah. or a piece of pizza, and everybody's, like, well, that's clearly all you eat then, like, yeah, it's just, yeah. like, but how come, yeah. but then you get a thin person, and they can post a picture of them doing a fucking mukbang and, like, yeah. eating, like, eight pizzas, and everybody's like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Oh, Where my Where can goodness. I find a girl like that? <laughs> Love me a girl who can eat. It's just, like, it's disgusting. Yeah. Like, yeah. it really is. It's like, please keep your fat phobia to yourself, or better yeah. yet, just, like, don't have it at all. Yeah. Like, maybe work on that. <laughs> 
work on why it bothers you so much. Yeah. Um, but I would really recommend the She's All That podcast, um, because it's, like, just a really good opportunity to, like, learn and educate Mm -hmm. yourself. Um, and it's obviously hosted by two, like, fat women, and they know what they're talking about. (laughs) And I also thought that it was interesting, they were just, like, talking about, like, how thin people can, like, do better, basically, and they're just, like, um, rather than, like, retweeting, um, like, fat people, because that just, like, makes them more prone to like harassment is if like you tweet yourself about these issues or like at least quote retweet Mm -hmm. them because it's just like and like I never thought of that yeah but it's just like well yeah like if I'm just like retweeting this person it's just gonna open them up to more harassment look at any of the replies on people talking about like being fat on Twitter all the replies are like well you can change that if you stop being lazy and gross exactly so it's just like if you are somebody who is like not fat like just use the platform that you have to, like, do that yourself. Like, don't rely on other people to, like, do the work for you. Like, if it's something that you feel strongly about, like, do it yourself because you'll be less likely to get harassed yeah. for it. So, take that. That's my two cents on the matter. I appreciate it. The whole thing is so stupid. Yeah. Just the sweater, fat phobia in general. So stupid. What are you doing? Yeah, I... Better things with your life. Truly can't understand. Um, so that kind of segues into, um, Sierra Burgess is a loser. Yes. The latest new teen rom-com starring... With our man. Our (laughs) collective boyfriend, Noah Centineo. The world's collective boyfriend, to be honest. He's become the world's boyfriend. Like, it's really sweet. Um... That came out on Netflix last week. Okay. Let's start by saying I truly appreciate a rom-com where the chunky girl gets the cute boy in the end. That was like... That's what I'll say about that. That was my concern the whole time. Okay. I had... Okay. So, (laughs) yes. Going into it, I was just like, please actually let her I know. end up with him. Yeah. Because I was just like, I don't want this to be another fucking movie where it's like, he finds out who she really is and oh, she's fat, this quote is, unquote. This is from the trailer, mm-hmm. what I thought was going yeah. to happen. I thought, you can tell that it's like a catfishing premise yeah. from the trailer. I thought she was going to catfish him. Mm-hmm. With the help of that, the mean girl mm-hmm. and her best friend. Mm-hmm. I thought her and the best friend uh, were going to end up together. And this yeah. is from the trailer. Because yeah. I was like, that's what always happens if we're going to have a chunky lead. It's like, oh, no, she always her, gets the friend. Her nerdy friend was yeah. there the whole time. It's like, but what about, what about, what about Noah Centineo? What about the hot, the hot guy? What about him? Like the hot guy. Because <laughs> he's a football player. He is a hot guy. He is a hot guy. Um, okay, yeah, so... I'm just gonna say, I was able to watch the movie and enjoy it. Yeah. I thought, I thought it had cute moments. I obviously am in love with Noah Centineo. Put him in anything and I will watch it and likely enjoy it. Um, obviously, as somebody who is socially conscious about things, (laughs) as I was watching it, there were some parts that, like, didn't jive. Um, Big ol' I just want to read through a Twitter thread from one of the hosts of She's All Fat, um, Sophia, because I thought she brought up some good points, and then we can discuss yeah. how we feel about these things. Perfect. 
So she says, honestly, Sarah Burgess is a loser. <laughs> She's rich, has supportive parents, a friend who apparently exists only to support her, <laughs> size 12, only child, good at school, and you want to tell me the world is against her? Learn to apologize and stand up straight, bitch. <laughs> Loretta Devine, you deserved better. Um, better narrative choices this movie could have made. One, Sierra goes to therapy for her low self-esteem and ends up happy alone. Two, Sierra ends up with Veronica. Three, Sierra actually gets ousted for being a huge bitch to Veronica, who honestly was the action engine of the whole movie. Four, Sierra is prosecuted for child porn. Um, after leaking Veronica's pics. Five, Veronica ends up with Jamie because she did the work and her life honestly sucks. Six, Sierra gets a diary and thinks on her mistakes. Seven, the upside down takes Sierra to be with Barb. And how about those transphobic jokes, huh? Oh, what God. the actual fuck? Um, this fucking insulting, this is fucking insulting to the possibility for us to actually have fat or even chubby representation. It doesn't have to be like this. The kiss is literally assault, so. Um, also, tell me why she straight up didn't do an assignment and then had the nerve to turn in something else late and <laughs> her teacher wrong. begged to write her a college recommendation. This is the extremely offensive deaf representation, those hand motions, dear God. She never expresses empathy for the girl who is clearly supposed to be her friend living in an abused home situation. Oh, yeah. Not even getting into the fact that it's so unreal to have a speech that ends with a kiss, or have a speech that ends with a kiss start with, you're not exactly everyone's type. Oh my god, and, I know. And have the rest of it be, but even though you gaslit me, lied to me, kissed me, sans consent, <laughs> fucked both you and your friends over, pretended to be deaf. <laughs> like, I literally haven't even gotten into how fatphobic the script is. But on top of that, she's not fat. This part was really my favorite out of all of this. <laughs> Get better fitting pants and some sweaters that don't have weird dogs on them and brush your hair, bitch. It's so... Okay. Can we just discuss that point quickly before we get into anything else? I just would love any sort of representation of a fat woman just wearing clothes that fit her. I know they're hard to come by. Believe me. You managed to do it. People can find pants that aren't sagging around their ankles. I feel like, and I feel like this is always it, like, when you see, because first of all, like, Shannon Persher, like, I would not consider her, like, fat. No. <laughs> she is a chunkier lady. Sure. Sure. She Ashley can be, she can be a curve model. Um, <laughs> but I feel like they do this a lot. Like, they get, you know, somebody like a Shannon Purser or somebody who's, like, a size, I don't know, 14 or something. <gasps> what? Ooh, a little spicy. Yeah. And... <laughs> Rather than, like, put them in, like, cute fitting clothes, they're like, we'll put them in, like, schleppy, oversized yeah, clothes like, to perpetuate the like, idea. what would a fat girl wear? Hmm, let's not <coughs> ask a fat girl. Yeah. Let's get a cat sweater, some jeans, perhaps, 12 sizes too so big. jeans that look like they came from, like, the men's section. Like, what? no shame. Like, gender, whatever, like, wear whatever you want, but it's like, it's, They like, don't fit you. And she's like, no, but I don't care how I I just want to see, like, a fat person dressing, like, cool <laughs> on TV. Is that possible? Sort of Can we do that? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of people who dress nicely <laughs> who are fat. Like, let's just get them on they TV. They usually have to because otherwise people won't take them seriously. Literally, though. Like, we could spend a lot of time talking <laughs> about how, like, fat women feel like they have to be, like, hyper-feminine all the time. Yeah. So. That's great. It's fine. Um... Yeah, the thread goes on for more, but um, that was kind of, I thought it touched yeah. on a lot of good points. Just, like, get better, 
Get pants that fit you. Brush your hair, bitch. Um, yeah. So, obviously, like, the premise of the movie is catfishing. <laughs> Which, when you, I don't know when why you that just made it, me like, laugh so hard. When but you I say feel it like, like I'm that. dying. The premise of the film is, um, it is catfishing. Catfishing. Um, and Please. when you... Get away. And when you say it like that, it doesn't sound great. It's I, not. And you know what? It's not. But if it had, if the catfishing had been the biggest issue, I think we would have been okay. Yeah, I do. I think you could have touched on why that's wrong. Oh, absolutely. Um, how could... that wasn't the right way to address things. How it's it's upsetting because it says a lot about her self-esteem mm-hmm. and self-worth. Um, this how is... her friends just kind of allowed her to do Jesus. that. Um, but no, no, you added, you added more to that. And that's um, the, this is the other thing I would love, would love, would love for there to be a fat character, um, who doesn't have low self-esteem. Yeah, that would be cool. I, it would be phenomenal to see a fat woman because let's be real, men get to be fat and be confident oh, all the yeah. time. Um, oh yeah! I would for like, no reason. For no reason. <laughs> a lot of misplaced confidence. Kevin James. Yeah. Um, King of comedy, as his billboard said. Sir, no one believes according that. To whom? <laughs> um, sorry, this is not the time and place to hate <laughs> Kevin James. I think every every time and place You're is right. the time and place. Paul Blart. <laughs> Were you taken aback? I'm tearing up. I know. Um, we try not to talk about that. I would just love to see a confident fat woman on screen. That's weird. All. I don't, and I oh, like I just want her to be confident from the get go, or I want her to learn how to be confident on her own. I yeah. don't want it to be like I can only be confident when I have a man. I hate also, that. I hate that narrative, no matter what. Also, it's. Every movie ever, but especially Netflix with their original series and <laughs> movies lately, can you stop having the only person of color in the entire movie be, like, the sassy best friend who has all the wisdom? No. Like, this is a tired trope. Oh, Please that was, move on. That was actually like, another oh, thing. oh, he just pops in to say things that help you in some way? Like, no. No. That's another thing that Sophia said in her thread. She said, love the literal double whammy of a black best friend who exists only to serve you, who is also gay, question mark, yeah. and then in brackets, but also, was he gay? Because it was never even clarified. It and he, wasn't. It and was he does like show up hinted. to homecoming with a girl. Yeah. I don't believe this movie is developed well enough for him to be bi slash pan. No. That's, it reminded me of in 13 Reasons Why, <laughs> the, the best friend or like a character in it. He is like, a, he's like the guy who gives Clay all this wisdom. He appears to be 87 years old, like way older than all of them. He kind of like is like ghost-like, like he'll just appear. He drives an old car and it dressed like a greaser. I'm like, where is he from? I when the, is he from? I remember the first time you told me about and he talks, him. He's like, too, it's too, like, scat manny. Like, please leave this. <laughs> oh, boy. Leave it alone. It's just, yeah, that, it was rough. It was rough. It, like, again, like we said at the beginning, I was happy to be like, oh, 
she got the boy and then it was just really difficult to enjoy after that basic yeah because um also there is an unconsensual kiss in the oh, movie super unconsensual. which like i was like i was trying really hard watching that movie i was yeah. like i just want to try to enjoy this yeah i don't want to try to get all like woke yeah. like let me just watch this chunky really lady thinks. get her man kiss noah <laughs> And then the unconsensual kiss happened, and I was like, yeah, no, this is bad. This is not good. Basically, there's a scene where Noah Centineo is out on a date with Veronica, who he thinks that he's been talking to this whole time, and um, he, like, is, like, going in for a kiss, but, like, Shannon Purser is, like, under a car, like, creepily watching. Also in a very empty parking lot and a car that's pretty high above the ground. Like, he definitely would have seen a grown-ass woman under the truck, but that's fine. <laughs> um, and so Veronica, being, like, the good friend that she is, didn't want to kiss him, but instead thinks, oh, We'll Let's get, get her in the mix. We'll get Shannon Purser, Sierra Burgess, to kiss anyway. So, like, his eyes are closed. He thinks he's kissing Veronica, but it's actually Sierra. And I'm like, this is problematic. Yeah. It's gross. Like, don't, don't do that. That's just a really basic to the, but just don't, don't. If oh, you're like, should yeah. we have something unconsensual in this the movie? The answer should don't. always be no. No. Also, yeah, basically, like, what... Sierra does towards the end of the movie is like pretty unforgivable and like she doesn't apologize for it no and she it writes just... a song about wanting to be a sunflower yeah she writes like a weird song about flowers and um like a weird breathy song about flowers very Halsey um let me move my drop around my avocado <laughs> my welcome to my kitchen um <laughs> I just, the thing that bugs me is, yeah, Sierra does this really terrible thing, just that she should not be, you know, just let go from. Yeah. Um, and the it's not acknowledged at all after that point. The only thing that happens is they lock eyes at a dance and do a lot of nodding. Yeah. And like, <laughs> let's hug. Yeah. It's like, you didn't speak, you just stared at each other and smirked and smiled and laughed. And all of a sudden it's all better? He released my news. <laughs> like, like, it was so, and it was like one of those things where it's like, I knew, like, it was, like, oh, I knew yeah. what was gonna happen, yeah. and I was like, no. 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 Also, Chrissy Metz's character. <sighs> Chrissy Metz deserves better. Chrissy Metz does deserve better. Um, so. Yeah, it was like the hot uh, cheerleading mom got fat and now now resents. She caught the fat. She caught the fat. She resents her like beautiful skinny children. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't allow junk food in the house. Says their father's dead when he's not. When he just left her for like a 20 something year old. Listen, tale as old as time. Okay, we've all been through this time. Um, yeah, it was. I. It's again. It's one of those things where it's like I've seen that so many times that I'm just like, did we need another one? No. Did we need another pageant mom who's suddenly fat and and who is like it verbally and emotionally (laughs) abusive towards her daughter? Uh, Like we don't. I've seen it. (laughs) Yeah. Overall, I mean. It was, it was problematic. 
I, and hate, then, I hate to say it. And then, like, the death aspect of oh, it. Oh, God, we didn't even talk about that. Um, I... Sprinkled in was the fact that Noah's character, what's his name in the movie? Jamie with a Y. Jamie with a Y, that's not how it's spelled. Anyways. <laughs> um, just he's playing video games with his brother, and then he, you find out that his brother is deaf. And I was like, wow, that's so cute. Like, that's, what a nice... Representation. We Great. love. We love. Um, and then Sierra's friend decides that they need to meet face to face and like drags her over. And then like a weirdo, she just stares at him smirking like she's going to skin him and make a <laughs> suit. This is one thing. The whole movie is like, Sierra, stop making that face. Like, <laughs> she did it and everyone. She's like, I know. She's really big at the Right, I'm like, stop smirking after everything you say. It's creepy. That's why people don't like you. Not because you're chunky, because you're weird. Okay, <laughs> that's the thing, like, Sierra. Newsflash. <laughs> people don't like you because you're not likable. That's the thing. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> that's it. That's all. Yeah. Just, anyway, yeah, Sierra yeah. pretends to be deaf at one so point. So she just, like, stares at him and is, like, weird smirking. And then he's, like, hi. And he's, like, what's your and name? And she just starts doing things with her hands, pretending to sign. And then he's, like, what are you saying? And then tries to sign to her. And uh, then that just carries on for the rest of the movie. And it's really and gross. The, the football call, I'm supposed to be deaf. I was, like, at first I was, like, do you not think deaf people oh, can talk? Yeah. And then Logan was, like, no, I think it was worse than that. So, yeah. There's a scene towards the end of the movie. They're at the big football game. This is, like, the big climax of the film. Um, And Jamie's out on the field. And Sierra's in the stands because she's a fucking band nerd loser. <laughs> um, Just kidding. But I don't like her. Just <laughs> kidding. No. Well, um, I'm not kidding. She's very unlikable. She is a loser. Anyway, um... And she, like, is talking to, like, one of her other band friends. And she's just like, can you call Jamie's name? I'm supposed to be deaf. And as Zoe said, that could be interpreted as... I was like, do you not think that, like, deaf people can talk? Because some people do believe that. Like, that's not... Some people, people are, are very are ignorant. Stupid. Um, but what I interpreted it as, and maybe I'm wrong. No, I think you're right, which makes it grosser. Is, I think, so she gets this guy to, like, call Jamie's name, and I think what they were going for is they wanted it to, and I'm gonna put this in, like, really big quotes, like, quote-unquote, sound as if a deaf person were saying his name. They wanted, like, a deeper voice. Yeah. And a voice that didn't sound like it belonged to Sierra. Yeah. Like, yeah, because that's, like, the gag. Gross. Because, like, Jamie's like, I would, like, recognize your voice anywhere because they yeah. spent hours talking on the phone. And so she gets this other kid to, like, yell his name. And I think they made a gross characterization about how deaf people sound when they speak. Yeah. And that's, that's what they were running with. So. Very gross. A lot of bad choices in this movie. Yeah. The smirk, number one. The poodle sweater. The ill-fitting jeans. Why are you wearing boot-cut jeans in 2018, 2018? Sierra? That's why people don't like you. Also, like, she had a few too many of those 
I'm the only girl in high school that doesn't care what she looks like moments. Yeah. And I was like, fuck like, off. I know <laughs> books when people say them to me. In, like, oh, great. yeah. Her, oh my god. Like, Wait, I, I saw skinny people read to Sierra. It's not so special. On a side note, Alan Ruck plays her dad. And I saw a tweet the other day, because Alan Ruck's also in that show, um, Succession? On H- is it on HBO? I don't know. He's in some show that's on right now that's, like, very popular. But I saw a tweet the other day. They're like, I love that, like, Alan Ruck is just, like, coming back. It's like, a, like, <laughs> it was like, they're like, it's a ruckusance. <laughs> a ruckusance. <laughs> that's amazing. <coughs> and I respect that. Um, yeah, Alan Ruck is a delight. Love him. <sighs> Fantastic. Don't like... <laughs> everything else that was happening yeah so i mean like if you're gonna watch sierra burgess as a loser just please be aware that it is problematic in a lot of ways which is really disappointing because it's very exciting to see someone who's not super like she's not fat that's the thing but anyways who's not like toothpicky yeah like, small like just, well that's like, the thing like i just think like she has like a more like relatable body type yeah where it's just like oh like i can see it would be more relatable if she wore clothes that fit her but hey <laughs> i just i yeah i i don't know i don't know i think it's always that they just they like want her to look they want like the person being the chunky person to look bigger yeah and they're like bigger means schleppier yeah so sweatshirts Baggy jeans. I'm like, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Also, yeah, that speech at the end where it's like, you're not everyone's type. I'm like, you're, okay. But you're my type. Like, you're kind of gross, but I like you. <laughs> but like, you know what? Thank you. I like gross. It's like when uh, Louis was talking about Niall in his audition. Or was it Simon talking about <laughs> it Niall? It was Simon. When Simon talks about Niall in his X Factor audition, he's like... I hated it. It was the worst. But you're likable. It's like, you know, the song choice was terrible. You performed it horribly. I really despise you as a person. But I still like you. So, okay, that's basically what the speech at the yeah. end was. Um, so, perhaps um, a problematic film. I think you can probably go back a couple episodes in this podcast and hear us talking about it prior to it came out. Yeah. Prior to it coming out. And I think we were both like, we're excited, but we're remaining like yeah. cautiously optimistic. Yeah. That's just how we have to approach things now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that on that. <laughs> is there anything else pressing? I mean, like that to get to. is that was my list of things. I think we covered a lot. I think so, too. I think everything flowed really nicely from one topic to another. You did good. I mean, as far as our podcast goes. <laughs> it was together, and that's all that matters. I apologize for the incessant coughing and no Don't swearing. Don't apologize. It's who you are. I'm just letting my truth. Just stand in it. I will. Stand in your snot and make it your truth. I made a really funny um, Shakespeare joke earlier um, to Zoe. Yeah. Um, because my nose is really stuffed up, and I said, oh, damn snot. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was. So anyway, you gotta laugh. <laughs> you gotta laugh. Um, you also gotta follow us on things. So, so. Instagram and Twitter at honestlypod, Facebook dot com slash honestlypod, 
email us at thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. And then, after all of that, go to our website, which is thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home, or it will lead you nowhere. You heard it here first. And also, we have merch. We do indeed. You can click the merch tab on our website or go to honestlypod.threadless.com. Also, Logan, what can they do? What you can do is you can rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can then take a screenshot of your beautiful review that you left for us. Email it to us or send it to us through any of the other various methods that we previously mentioned. <laughs> and we, in return, will send you a limited edition sticker. Limb dish. Also, as mentioned in the last episode, we're doing our Halloween spooktacular again, Ooh. which is themed episodes for the month of October. Spooky. If you have anything spooky adjacent pumpkins. to send us. Pumpkins. Send us a pumpkin. Ghosts. Bats. Witches. <laughs> email us. Aldrins. Email us a story. Candy corn. And we'll read it and shout you out. Yes, thank you to those of you who have already sent us stories. We really appreciate We're it. We're very excited to read them. So, October 1st is the deadline. Get them in. Get baby. it in. Anything else? Anything else that? That's all. Bye. Bye. Bye.